I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast. Nearly forgot what it was called, but no, we're off. We're off. We're, yeah. in, we're introduced. This is Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily and with Gareth. Hi, Frank. Bonjour. Hmm. Bonjour. Just a minute. <laughs> he started early, the boy. Oh, it's the little things in life, isn't it, eh? I used to love that programme, and I say to my dad, Hello, hello's brilliant, and he would go, "No, it's not." He didn't like it. <laughs> I think, I think that'll, that'll probably do in it for this week. I'd be, I'd be happy with that as a little download on my way to work. <laughs> he didn't like it. The what end. More, what more can they want? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, what they want? Blood these people. Mm. Okay, so I tell you. Uh, I'll tell you a strange story this week. A, a club burnt down in um, in Liverpool. That might was it sound. any great loss, really? Well, is that news? <laughs> <laughs> historically, though, historically, um, it was the club where Ringo made his Beatles debut. Oh, because you know um, Pete Best was the uh, the drummer, and, and they got footballer. Yeah, he and was they, the first um, one. Ignore him. <laughs> he was the first one, wasn't he? Um, I don't and know if he was the first. There might have been. Anyway. No, but like Neil Francis was first before us. Was he in the Beatles? In that slot, yeah. Yeah, Neil Francis was in the Beatles. <laughs> he only quit because I think he was snowed in <laughs> uh, when they went to Shea, Shea Stadium. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so this was where Ringo made his first appearance and it yeah. burnt down this week. And I thought that's a bit odd. I'll tell yeah. you for why, because you may know from the news that um, they're knocking down or they're planning to knock down Liverpool Council, um, his birthplace, Ringo's birthplace. Are they? And also, uh, you might not know this, but there's, there's, <laughs> there's topiary in um, in Liverpool. You know topiary? Hedges. Yes, when hedges yeah. are cut into shapes. Yeah. And there's a fabulous... There's Every four- hedge is cut in a shape. Well, I mean, a distinctive oh, shape representing yeah. another object. <laughs> and uh, th- they've got the foreheads of the, of the beat, not the foreheads. <laughs> the foreheads. <laughs> I mean, just the fringes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but they've got the four beetles, just the heads. Oh, I Busts. know what you mean, like in America, like the sort of um, Rocky like Mountain. Like in America. What, <laughs> you know, with the president. Rocky Ma- Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore, that's no, it. No, but it's privet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, anyone can go to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, I, sorry. I, I thought it was a... So, um, <laughs> surely, that's enough. Is that enough now? <laughs> Um, well, we'll carry we'll on. We'll I, I'd be happy. Shall we, shall we finish? <laughs> no, no, let's go. I love it's privet. <sighs> Come on then. So sorry, I'm 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 basking in that. Meanwhile, over. Yeah. So um, so anyway, privilege. somebody cut the head off the Ringo. Oh head. God, I hate it when that happens. <sighs> yeah, I mean deliberately. Apparently, he said something that Liverpool didn't mean anything to him anymore, and and and, and they'd got they'd grown irate, the yeah. scousers, and cut that. I'm starting to wonder if this isn't a sort of Soviet Union-style arising from history of Ringo Starr. Oh, yeah. The club he makes the debut, the birthplace, the privet head. Wow. 
You sound like Lloyd Grossman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would raise <laughs> a scouse like... Uh, uh, yeah, it's gone. It, went, it started well, it's gone. It's gone, the Yeah, voice. well, they've got anger with him. It was ever since that, um, I'm warning you with peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> yeah. No autographs after the 20th of October. <laughs> there will, I've got so much to do, not enough time. I'm warning you. What has he peace got to love, do? Peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. What has he got to do, apart from hang around with that bloke with the stupid <laughs> rainbow beard? That's all he does. And turns up at a gig that's often like an Eric Clapton gig <laughs> and sings, Every time I see your face. Oh, that's it. That's yeah. his life. Thomas the Tank Engine, does he still do He Thomas doesn't do that anymore. That was in 1983. All no, trains are cancelled. No uh, more Thomas the Tank Engine. I think... One of you. Peace and love. I think Colin Stagg does that now. <gasps> oh... Oh, I don't know who that what? is. What? <laughs> innocent man. Can oh, we yeah, establish is, that? True. Yeah, I won't have him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that kind of reaction <laughs> that made him unable to get a job for about 20 years. You, you, oh, you make your aspersions. <laughs> Florists, they do, anyway. Mm. Yeah, topiary again. Yeah, topiary gets everywhere. But I always, uh, I, I, I don't know if I ever told you this story, yeah. but I, I interviewed uh, Ringo Starr. I, I had a chat show in the old days. Oh, yeah, I love that, actually. I've had my moments. And I interviewed Ringo, and afterwards, um, one of the guys who, who worked for me, who never, they never ever asked a guest for a photo or autograph, but I mean, it's, it's a beetle. Mm. And uh, he I mean, said... it's Ringo, but it's still a beetle. Yeah, exactly. And he said, uh, you know, I mean, there's only two left. You've got to grab them while you can. And, and he said... Um, Oh, ring us! I just, just, I wonder if I could just have a quick. I'm a researcher on the show. I could just have a quick photo, won't you? And, and Ringo held his right hand in the air and went, <laughs> "No, you're all right," <laughs> and left, <laughs> suggesting, "No, don't go to any bother. I, I, you don't have to have a photo with oh, me." I don't yeah. like you. That's yeah. very in the. I'm warning you. Yeah. Vain, isn't it? That was the beginning, I think. Well, I think. No, it was. you're all. Right, <laughs> and also his first album has got like a sort of robot on the cover, and it's holding its hand in that same position. It's it's the thing has formed mm. over the years. He's grown like a canker. That's yeah. what he's done. Having said that, I always thought he should have had more lead vocals. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is act naturally. I thought that song was great. Yeah, but I mean, what if he'd done some of the biggies? Mm. <laughs> the long and winding road <laughs> that leads to your door. I think it would have help. It. I need somebody. <laughs> it would have been more convincing. <laughs> yeah, because obviously he, he did do. need somebody. He should just record them all again himself, all by himself. Well, he probably has him just in, vocals him and, the and rainbow, drums. Him and Rainbow Beard. <laughs> oh no, Rainbow Beard will insist on being involved. Which one that. should we do now, Rainbow Beard? <laughs> Well, Ringo, <laughs> I've always been a quite a big fan of um, In My Life. You've got it. There are places <laughs> I remember. That'll do it, um, Rainbow Beard. That one. I don't think he calls him that. I've met Rainbow no. Beard as well. He came, to, he came with him for the... Uh, Rainbow thing. Beard the pirate. <laughs> the gay pirate. <laughs> Well, he could be uh, he could be Greenpeace pirate. Greenpeace pirate. Who is he? That bloke, Rainbow Beard. He introduced Ringo. Said, "This is my musical director." I thought, what? <laughs> of all the people to have a musical director, he's, he's arrived thirty years too late. <laughs> what do you think, musical director? Don't do any. 
Don't do it. That's not the voice for Rainbow. You've established the voice. You can't just switch. Don't change your horse's midstream. You can't switch character like that. Oh no! What about when he did that? Remember when a when Norwich Union became a Viva? Oh yeah. And Ringo would say, "If I'd still been called Richard Starkey, would I still have been famous?" You thought. Look, the nation is still reeling from the fact that you were famous anyway. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't add what and ifs. The, and the nation was at that point still reeling from the warning on the 20th of October about the autographs. With peace and love. Yeah. Dick anyway. Starkey's a brilliant name, Dick Starkey. Drummer, Dick Starkey. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, I think, down to that voice. Sorry. Um, not the voice, I don't like that. No, What's that's the crackling? That, that's Gareth doing a... Oh my god, that was awful! Can you believe anyone? That's um, that's what happens when people get small children. That's how they communicate. I hate. I can't bear. I was trying to make Emily smile. <laughs> anyway, I predict in a hundred years' time, no one will even know that Ringo existed. He, he will have been erased. Oh, we're making predictions. Oh, goody. <laughs> what do you predict will happen in a hundred years' time? I predict that in a hundred years, Simon Cowell will rule the world. In a hundred years' in time, hundred years, cryogenically preserved, yeah. Yeah, preserved. He's gonna like he'll lift hundreds of years, and there'll be a great reign of terror. Why does he keep talking? Earth. He keeps. He's become Cheryl Cole's official spokesman. Really? He's always saying Cheryl. You know, she's really struggling mm. from this marriage. And, yeah, yeah. Because we should say today we accidentally had last week's papers to look at. Yeah, and I felt physically sick yeah. as well because <laughs> yeah, I've got like a phobia that. as well as yeah, Lou Reed. Like I've got a phobia about old newspapers. Yeah, but those fish and chips were lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and there was Simon Cowell going yeah, on going about on. Cheryl's such a star; she's brilliant, and I'm sure I've read this before. Do you think it's because the the, the, the Cowell coal? Do you think he's going to cover a whole Cole. series of? Slight oh. noun switches. Carol, someone called Carol. Because he was telling me the other day what Coolio was uh, thinking. <laughs> he wasn't telling you. Yeah, he was, yeah. Have you met him? I met him. I liked him, actually. Anyway, never mind that. What about my trousers? Yes, what happened with your trousers? Well, I was on the receiving end of a grievous insult, which I'm sure you want to hear about. Well, of course. Yeah. Mm. Um... So I just opened my orangina because oh god, it's something with a toddler. Well, well, I've, heard, we... I've heard some names for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, because we opened, we started recording, and then now I, the can came. Oh, expose the innards, recording. why don't you? Sorry. Open your orangina. Oh my god, that's so loud, Frank. It was, yeah. Are you ready I have now? To, uh, I have to say though, because we're toying with the idea of being sponsored on this thing, we've been offered sponsorship. <laughs> And that Sorry. that would be a good way. Other orange drinks are available. Yeah. Locked. Yeah. I forgot to shake it to wake it. <laughs> How long are we going to go on about the orangina? Do you have to shake it to wake it? Yeah. You, oh you God, do. I used to be like that when I was your age. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell us about your trousers. Oh no! Tell let's us just... about your trousers, mummy. Let's just that talk was the about the trousers monster. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, that's they're not I sponsoring call... us now, are they? No, that's what I call it. <laughs> Anyway, go on, tell no, us. No, no, let's talk about Orangina cans opening. No, no, um, no. Okay. Don't get so, sulky. Okay, I won't. Listen, listen about my trousers. Listen. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm getting all my clothes together, Frank. <laughs> That'd for... be a great catchphrase. <laughs> listen about my trousers. It's, 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 it's the ambiguity of the word about that it might mean that you have to listen at a, a series of vantage points in the trouser area. <laughs> what you're listening for, I can only imagine. <laughs> okay. Can we begin now? Yes. So, I'm getting my look together 
for AW 2010. AW? Autumn Winter. Oh. A slash W. I thought that was your new robot boyfriend. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> he is rather nice. Um, so I'm getting my look together, and there are all sorts of trends flying around. Um, and one of them is the Manish trend. So it's I'm that kind of. That. <laughs> I've got that down. Um, FYI, what are you you're not. No, Frank? <laughs> I'd say you're. <laughs> I'd say you're toying with it, but you haven't really gone into the deep end. <laughs> it's this kind of very cool, like a kind of forties film star look. Do you know what I mean by that? Like Pipe. slightly wide, no, small, bright, wide-legged trousers. A bit Vita Sackville West in its own way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you'd quite like it, Frank. An um, Oxford bag of some kind. Yeah, an Oxford bag, um, a brogue, a tasseled loafer. There's all sorts going on. Maybe uh, even braces and a trilby. Tie? Um, I, no, that was last season. So um, oh, okay. I got these managed so trousers. That was a cop tie, I think, last season. They were in grey. Yeah. Which, again, is very much colour this season. Took them to the tailor, because I tried them on. You know when they're... That's at... good news for my hair. Well... <laughs> <laughs> took <laughs> them to the tailor. What well, did you take bit, them to the tailor They're for? a bit roomy at the waist. Oh. A bit roomy at the waist. Not so... roomy as in slightly liquefied and watery. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just they were too big at the waist. Okay. Because I have a small waist, but quite a big behind, so I have this problem. There's a disparity, you see, and it won't fix itself. You know, you, you paint the most beautiful word pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I went to get it altered, went to the tailor, as one does, and... Uh, Can I ask one more question? Yes. Did he have a tape measure around his neck? <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, God, I love it when they do that. <laughs> Isn't that marvellous? I mean... Who else he does that? He had a tape measure. If you went to the butchers, he doesn't have intestine around his neck. No. Not all the time. So, the tailor, I think, I'm not sure, I think he's Greek, so I might have to do a slight accent. Am I allowed well, to? I was hoping he'd be Jewish, oh. but let's go on. <laughs> well, you want them to be, don't you? Okay, Greek. And so, um, I tried them on, I thought, I'll oh, put them on. They look really nice on me, except for the waist bit. I looked, he looked at me, he looked me up and down, and he went, no, no, it's no good. I said, I beg your pardon? <laughs> And that, when a man's just appraised your figure, you do not want him to be saying, is no good. He wasn't talking about your figure. No, but he meant the truth. He went, trouser, no, is not good on you. I said, I oh. think you're bad. God, he's a brave fellow. <laughs> he said, no, it's not, it's not being nice. He's dead now. No, no, he may as well be. He said, it's not being nice. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not, not being, being nice. nice. It's not being nice. I don't care. I don't care what his personality's like. I just want you to fix them. Is not being nice. No, isn't is all wrong. All wrong. No, sorry. And he held his hands up. Couldn't. Well, they, they do that a lot. <laughs> so in the end, I thought, well, I'm gonna. I, I got a bit sulky, as you can imagine. What? I, I, what? what did he, was it a criticism of you? No. What he was saying was that there's no way he could fix them to make them look nice. Because <laughs> he said there was a baggy crotch, mm. which there was. But yeah. that you wanted that. No, I didn't. But oh, well, it's, I can't talk to you about fashion. You don't understand. So anyway, eventually I said, oh, I'll just take them back to the shop, shall I? He went, yes, I think it's for the best. <laughs> Actually said well, that. I mean, respect, though, because yeah. he, he could have done it and you'd have had to have paid well, him exactly. for it, knowing. Mm. I like it when people say, I'm taking, them, I'm taking my trousers to be altered. <laughs> There's something fabulous about being altered. <laughs> that they'll become something else. I'm taking my trousers to be altered. They're going to be a waistcoat. <laughs> yeah. Could you do that? If you went into a tailor's and said, could, uh, could you turn these trousers into a waistcoat, would they do that? Oh, yeah. Well, not my ta- not this tailor. <laughs> well, he might have liked it better as a waistcoat. He wouldn't even take the waistband in. So anyway, so there you go, so I'm going to have to take them back. I didn't know. I mean, did you present it as if it was optional? No. 
So now I've got a pair of trousers going spare. Size 10, grey. Man's trousers, perfect. Yeah, yeah you I can have them. A size 10, though, I don't know if that would... What size is that? What I would be the know. waist size? Alone for their roominess, what would, you, would be the waist size, would you say? Oh, I don't know, about 27? 27. Oh, no. 27. <laughs> OK. What you need is a, a hostage. <laughs> um, that's your best bet, I would say. I can't imagine... Ethan. No, Ethan's not 27. <laughs> he's got quite a tummy. Well, when he's got his, when he's got his disposable on, yeah, that must open oh, yeah. the waist yeah. size a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could consider that for the trousers, just wear a nice nappy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Ethan, it's been quite a, a big week for... I should say that Ethan yes. is... Um, is uh, Garrett's little boy. He's a child. Yes. How old is he now? <laughs> child he is. <laughs> um, he is um, 14 months old. Okay. And um, Speaking? Yes. That, yes, bit, that riddle of paper is because I have something I'm going to read out in a second. Oh. He's, um, he's speaking, he says a lot of words now. And What's um, the best word he says? The most complex word he says is didgeridoo. That's quite... How That's did quite that crop up in well, child Are you taught him that to show off? My I don't believe... No, my attractive brother taught him didgeridoo. Oh, I love it. Didgeridoo. He plays the didgeridoo. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I love that he plays but, the didgeridoo. But it's kind of didgeridoo, didgeridoo. Did you, did you? And some of the words you have to know what he's saying before you recognise them. But he can say door, no. Okay, I'm bored already. So uh, if I <laughs> if I met him and went, mm-hmm. he wouldn't know that. Would he? Would he? Would he maybe, identify maybe, that? Maybe. Well, let's try that. He recognises things. But <clears throat> Laura's going back to work full time. Mm. She's a teacher. Broken and, Britain. Um, yeah, she has to. Um, <laughs> She, we have to put him in the nursery. Yeah. But I look after him on Mondays, but we have to put him in the nursery three days a week. Oh, I'm glad we've uh, established a childcare arrangement. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and it's quite been quite traumatic. The first day we took him to um, the nursery, me and Laura went in together for like 40 minutes together just to sit there with the lady who was going to be his supervisor. Well, it must be an emotional moment. Mm. Well, Laura was ever so good. I re- you know when something takes you by surprise, I realised I was on the brink of tears. Aww. And Laura basically had to do all the talking. Did one of the children about- give you a Chinese bath? <laughs> <laughs> until, like, tears went down my face and I had to go, oh, no, I've got a bit of a... No, I, mean, I had to blow my nose. But it was, it was But very- what was the nature of your upset? I don't know. It was overwhelming. I think it was him going into an educational institution, which I found difficult. Hold on, it's it's... It's a nursery, yeah, not King's College, Cambridge. But <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he's going to Cambridge. He's very advanced. Oh, he's one of those maths kids, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> Freaky. Oh, they always grow up to be a bit old. I have. This is... Um, um, it's called the Toddler Diary Sheet, and it is from yes. the nursery. So this is every day they fill in a sheet to tell you how it's gone. Dirty oh. nappies, AM, zero. Good news. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. Dirty nappies, PM... This time, just a cross through it. What does did, that he, mean? He only did the morning that day, so... Well, I'm glad we know that now. See, yeah. I don't know whether that was just, like, a, a represented yeah. a small skid. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, what about when it says, drank water, all of it? Greedy yes. little thing. Yes. <laughs> Greedy it, little thing, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what that all, all of it is, is, is though, do we? <laughs> That's then, the thing. And then it says, for Dio, for dinner, which which was... For Dio? <laughs> <laughs> so he gets for diems, did you say? <laughs> Yes, they get a per diem. Um, dinner, trio of bean broth. 
Three made, bean broth. Three bean broth. The trio was the clue. Yeah. Three bean broth. See, Why do they have need, to make it sound like a nursery rhyme? Do you need trio of three bean bean broth? Because isn't that nine? <laughs> yeah. I think this was probably just a verbal Huge. exercise. Trio of three bean broth <laughs> with hot bread. All. Again, he ate it all. No, no ate, then it says none. He ate none of the three bean broth. Oh, and all of the bread. And all of the bread. He, ate, he didn't eat the trio of three bean broth the, because so Daddy couldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much liking walk 10.30 to 11 o'clock. Mm. So oh. Ethan says, uh, actually, I'm snipping out. <laughs> snipping out for some air. You know, then if another nappy goes, I'm going to start vomiting. I'm just going to go and get a bit of air. Pop, do you think he went along the dual carriageway like Alan Partridge? That's how I imagine him. But I then, Frank... He just looked in shops. Confusingly, explain this away, will you? 10.30 to 11am, walk, as said earlier. 10.35 to 11.30, slept. Now, riddle me that. He, he sleepwalked. <laughs> I've told you never bring up Ethan's somnambulism <laughs> on this show. But now you had to mention it. I no, like went, it. He went for a walk. He got, took him out in the pushchair and he fell right asleep. That's what happened. Uh, that that, that classes as a walk if you're in a pushchair. Yeah, that's what... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is the strange thing. General comment at the bottom. I thought, well, that's good. The, the, yeah. the, the te- are they called teachers or what are they called? I think she's a supervisor. The supervisor. Lady. Like in prisons. Yeah, the super... <laughs> Let's call her. Let's call her Mrs. Rushton. <laughs> so Mrs. Rushton, <laughs> right? Mrs. Rushton says, uh, "Well, actually, what she actually writes it as if she's Ethan." This is what. Hi, I think it's very arrogant. Hi, mommy and daddy. It says, mm. "I've had I've had fun today. I really did cry when you left me." Now he probably didn't, but that's what parents yeah, want to hear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't want Elaine to cuddle me. Well, nor would I. Someone called Elaine. No. <laughs> ginger. Hurt. Almost certainly Ginger. <laughs> That's the super. Dirty old That's 70s. That's the super. 70s what, Mrs. Rushton? Some <laughs> 70s woman trying to hug you. I, I <laughs> went up. Well, I didn't mind it at the time. <laughs> I went over to the gate and just stood there for a little while. Um, oh. This. That's, I mean, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Oh. Yes. I don't know why they've told us Do you think that. that's true? I think they're trying to make yeah, it sadder true. than it is, though. No, no, that, no, they're trying to cover... He did really cry, because I had to leave him oh, while he was no. still crying. And why he, are they reminding you of and it? And then he stood by the gate and didn't want anyone to comfort him. Oh. I've done that. I'm, I'm like that at the Alpia most <laughs> weekends. I played with the Lego and shape sorters, which is, um, is the child version of... Um, then it says, Frank. White Watchers. <laughs> I had a lovely buttery cracker. Yeah. Which was a departure I, I, from... I don't know about you, I ate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went for a walk, but I fell asleep. That happened to me a lot when I was drinking. I should check that out, Gareth. Already I can write. Oh, that's a bit of a joke. And finally... Oh, she's um, doing comedy. comedy. I was just dictating this, as I can't really write yet. It really isn't bad here. Can I come again? Love, Ethan. And that's someone plugging for trade well, through exactly. the voice of a child. Yeah. And has he, would you, how many times has he been now? He's been... Um, he had his first full day all by himself yesterday. And would you say he's settled? No, he hasn't settled yet. OK. So, um... What's new with you, uh, Emily? I'm Ooh. very curious to know something. Right. What looks are you going to be sporting? We were talking about my trousers earlier. Mm. But what would you guys be going for? Because there are a lot of trends this autumn-winter. It's very strong fashion. 
We've got coats wise. I mean, I've got three already. Three coats. Apparently, the fashion rule is. is the fashion last one was is, gloss. <laughs> oh, if you haven't bought it by the end of August, forget it. I mean, you're never going to get a nice one. So you've got to get an aviator jacket, which I've got already. I've already got one of those, which I bought. Have you? The first gig I ever got paid for, 50 yeah. quid I got paid, absolutely died as a night of misery. Oh. And I thought, I'm going to buy something that's some sort of compensation for this rather than just fritter it away on sweets. And I bought an aviator jacket for 50 quid Have from Camden Market. I've still got it. Oh, thank you. So on trend. I love it. Wow. Um, well, sort of or you can go for camel. 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 Yeah. Yep. The colour camel. Or humps. Oh. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. The colour camel. Um, or you can go for sort of your classic tailoring, which is very in. Yeah. So which will you choose? There are all sorts of other trends. Classic tailoring. What other ones have we got to choose from? Well, I've given you three. How many more trends do you want? Camel. You can have glam golf. You don't fancy... I had a camel jacket. It spat at me. Oh. I, um... Oh, what about the alpine trend? That'll look nice on you guys. You know, it's sort of those big, it's like... Lumberjack. Fancy... Lumberjack. Fa- no, don't tell Chainsaw. me what it is before I've explained. <laughs> Lederhosen. No, you'll never be able to guess. Actually, it's a bit <laughs> It's that sort of look. It's a bit Tyrolean. It's like a sort of chunky knit jumper with a pattern on it, maybe. And a mm. bit of fantasy fur. It sounds Brandreethian. <laughs> That's what it sounds. Brandreethian. <laughs> well, I'm... Uh, I will pretend to my dis- Thanks. My... Uh, I don't imply you as a footnote. I don't think that for a second. <laughs> I, um, I, my style has kind of been chosen for me. Go on. Because, oh, I'm going to sniff. I was walking... Is it because you wear the clothes you already own? <laughs> well, no, but I oh, bought most. Actually, yeah. I didn't buy that many, if I'm coming to think of it. But anyway, hmm. I was walking along at Carnaby Street. I feel like we should have some 60s music. Walking down Carnaby Street. imagine it was sort of a bit French feeling. Why? And play the... Hello, hello, music. Mm. Don't, don't have a prompt. We can cut that out. So, um, <laughs> I wish you God, would let's cut, cut it out. So, I, uh, I was walking past a mod shop, mm-hmm. and a man came out and said, uh, oh, "All right, Frank." He said, "Do you want some free clothes?" Wow. So I went in and I selected um, several mod. Well, they only had mod clothes, so mm. I bought some. You know, I didn't buy. I chose some mod mod mm. jacket, pair mm. of mod trousers, mod shirt. There's mm. the one on Carnaby Street. Well, there's, a, there's, a, there's yeah, two there's or three. A, I don't know what I identify in case no, people no, no. think I don't want a load of celebrities turn up no. and saying, Where's my free, free club? Oh, exactly. Yeah, that Brazier chap. What's he called? Jeff Brazier. Jeff Brazier. Oh, you had there. a run in with him at the Celebrity oh, Gift Lounge exactly, with sunglasses. Yes, I, yeah. Um, Nine we pairs. Um, so um, basically, I'm going to be wearing a Crombie. Oh, yeah, I like you in a Crombie. This, I'm, I've, I've just gone completely mod. And uh, there was no decision making. It was just if the free stuff. If I'd have been walking past, say, a Laura Ashley, yeah, or a, a, maybe Laura. a medieval armourer, <laughs> if it had been free, I, I'd have gone for that. <laughs> Although I do, I quite, I'm liking the look of mm. um, the cape. <gasps> oh, Frank, I'm glad you raised the cape. Well, I've, I've got, <laughs> God knows I've raised the cape before over the years. <laughs> I'm thinking with a cape because because you've got the no slip, you can yeah. take. I'm thinking I could be on, say, the tube in my cape. I could, and people could suddenly start looking around saying, where's that ukulele music? <laughs> underneath the cape, like, like the legs of a swan underneath the graceful bird. And <laughs> Imagine the fun you could have. I like, I'm seeing you in a cape. Mm. And I'm seeing you in a gilet, Gareth. Uh, what? 
A gilet. He's a French midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a cape would be good for you. Yeah, it'd be great. You going camel or slate? Um, I'm thinking I might go um, alpaca. <laughs> I like the teeth. Uh, my big problem, fashion-wise, I'll be straight mm. with you, is I have a very big head. Yeah, I won't lo- deny that. No, but I mean physically. I, mm. uh, a, a no, woman, I know. A wardrobe lady once said to me that me, uh, apart from Benny Hill, I'd got the biggest head she'd ever had to wrap anything around. Wow. And I was being bored at the time. wrapping around your <laughs> And... Um, yeah, so I can't really wear hats unless they're very, very stretchy. I mean, oh. I can never get a trilby that, that fits me. It just sits on the top like a terrible potato head, man. So maybe one of those chunky knit jumpers would be good because it would bulk out your body and make your head not seem like very large in proportion. A bit stretch Armstrong yeah, like. like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe that shoulder Something pads. to accentuate your body. What will you be wearing this AW? <laughs> oh, well um, done, Frank. Thanks. I'll be wearing this cardigan you bought me for my birthday. You haven't taken that off. Yes, Get some more clothes. It's the greatest garment. <laughs> I don't anymore. You're going to have to wear more. It's going to be like Top Cat. You're going to wear a straw boater and a waistcoat and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Coin on a string. I mean, it works. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.